Okay, so here we are, third night in a row. So I'm keeping my word to that, which is good. Because that, uh, you know, anytime you can build a habit, it just helps, you know, anything else that you're doing. You know, just kind of reinforce other habits. What's the saying? Uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. And it's a whole probably episode in itself. Um, and it sounds weird to talk about, but when you kind of get it, you, you get it. Um, but we'll come back to that. But, uh, yeah, I still haven't mixed in the audio in the front. I did learn how to do that kind of like very entry level, which is, is fun. Uh, cause I'm entry level. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, I got audacity. So it's some, it's, it's freeware. What do we call it? Open source. Uh, it's like recording and editing software. It's pretty neat. Um, Watch some YouTube videos on that and watch this guy pretty good. He made a commercial like in real time or you know, as he was making the video, he would record the pieces of the commercial and then he would add in like the, you know, the other audio <clears throat> and then he edited it and it was cool to see him do it. It was like pretty simple. Um, and I'm somewhat technical, but not, you know, not, I'm not like an IT guy, but I, you know, kind of get, some of that stuff. Um, so that was cool. So we're going to start doing that eventually. And if you do hear some background noise, I, I don't know what's going on with the wash machine in, in the, uh, the dishwasher, uh, in the kitchen, my home, I live in Dallas and the home is like a very open concept. So it's kind of all one, like the, my office here, the dining room, the living room, the kitchen, and even the laundry room, they kind of all just, they're just one big room. And there's like a bar in the middle and there's like a divider and some, the ceiling depths change. It's pretty cool looking. Um, so, but that's one downside is that you can hear the, uh, the fucking dishwasher when it makes weird sounds. Maybe I loaded it weird. I don't know. But, uh, but it's all working out and we're at two minutes. And I, I think I saw, I was looking at some of the analytics that uh, there were two people that three, I'm sorry, three people that listened. And I know I listened once or twice. So I don't know if it counts me in those two, if it knows that it's me. Because if I try to leave myself a message, <clears throat> like below this episode, you'll see there should be a button that you can like hit and record and it'll get, send me a message. And then we can like talk about it and like I could put it into another podcast. Um, I tried to do that and it like knew who I was. It's like, oh, you can't leave yourself a message. So I'm assuming that maybe it wouldn't log me as listening to myself. I don't know. But uh, for those two or three other people, hey, um, just give me some feedback. I'd be open for that. If it's not your thing, that's cool. Um, even if you want to leave mean comments, those would actually be pretty, pretty funny because I would get it, right? I'm a beginner at this and I'm, really awful and uh it's probably funny as shit to listen to and i I appreciate that so that's funny but kind of leads me into like what i wanted to talk about and i just wrote it down really before i kind of get started and said i think about these all day long which is weird uh because i'm into it i guess and it's kind of nice to have like a hobby or a passion so maybe it's a hobby i don't know We'll, we'll see how it goes but uh but I started to question, like, why? Like, what? I have a, a job, a good job. I've been in sales for a while, and I make 
more than enough money to pay my bills. So it's not like a side hustle thing, but I've always been very entrepreneurial. And some of them I've made um, like a significant amount of money where I've lived off of them. They turned into like a full-time gig, like selling insurance and different things. Um, never like network <clears throat> marketing. I, I think I made $87 um, in one. I think I tried one net mar- marketing thing. I made 87 bucks, but I probably spent, you know, f- I don't think I spent more than a grand, probably 500 bucks in like bullshit that's just involved with it. But a lot of people make money at that. So, you know, who am I to, uh, to knock it? But uh, always had that fire, like, want to do something, want to do something, you know, even though, like, my needs were met, you know, as far as, like, what is it, the Maslow hierarchy of needs? Like, the first one is, uh, I should, I could probably pull it up, but it's, like, safety and security, or no, it's food and shelter, right, is the first one. So, obviously, got that uh, food and shelter taken care of, like, safety uh, is, like, the, the next one, and then, like, sex and intimate, whatever, like, you know, like, uh, just progressing the species is in there. That's kind of like the order of things of importance. So uh, I'm definitely not like anywhere near the bottom of that. So, so it's like why, but there, there were times in my life where I was, where it was just, you know, survival, like paycheck to paycheck. And I think that's most people, right? You kind of, you know, at some point, if you're not there yet, you might be, you know, when you're listening to this, what side of that coin you're on. Um, but yeah, so I just always was just curious. I wanted to do more. I wanted to have my own. And it all just centered around like freedom, I guess, if I look at it, independence, which makes sense, right? There's probably, you could look up the definition of entrepreneur and it probably means like probably French for freedom or some, something like that. Um, doesn't really matter what it means. It just, it's what, how it makes you feel. That's, that what, that's what gives it meaning. So when you hear entrepreneur, you know, what, what do you, how do you feel? Um, but even like younger than, you know, when I got out of the Marine Corps, like even in high school, I remember living on my grandpa's farm and uh, getting like these magazines and that's when people still got mail, sort of been in, like the mid 90s, early 90s. And uh, and it was just like, I don't know, it was like this tow truck magazine. And uh, I, I remember reading it like a lot, like, I don't know if it came once a month, maybe. And I don't even know why we got it because we didn't have any tow trucks or didn't have anything to do with tow trucks. But maybe it was just like a, you know, a redneck Granger or something that had this, that kind of shit in there. I don't know. But I remember reading that magazine and thinking about, man, it'd be cool to have a business. Like you could have these trucks and you could help these people out. Um, you know, you could provide a value, you know, useful service, um, something that mattered. And, uh, you could get paid for it. So, but I don't know. I was hit that fire and would kind of dabble in and jump out. And now it's like, okay, I've got a great job, but I'm, you know, I'm starting a marketing agency that I've, and a con, it's a consulting company really is what it is. It's uh, WRF consulting group. And we'll talk more about like what that means at some point. But uh, like I got into sales coaching. I've been in sales forever. I've done sales coaching. I never had like a sales manager position, but I'm going to coach and a mentor. And I think, I don't think I know it's, I mean, who the fuck wants to be a manager? It's more important to have a coach and a mentor. Um, those are the people that change people's lives. Um, but, uh, I made that a lot about me. Sorry about that. But, uh, 
yeah, that really, you know, kind of spurred a passion. I wanted to to do more with that. Didn't know how to do it. And I've also liked marketing. Like I love sales, but I also like marketing, um, just kind of the psychology and the creativity, which, which there is, there is that in sales just as much too. It's, it's kind of one and the same, but it's the same game, I guess would be the way to say it. So by the same game, I mean, like golf, like, you know, driving the, the ball from whatever you're at hole two from the, the tee where I'm not a golfer. Obviously you can tell that, um, but you drive the fucking ball from where you start, where you put the stick in the ground and you hit the ball. That's marketing, right? You're just cracking it down and you're trying to get it. I don't want to say trying to get attention, but that's what marketing is, right? So you're looking for a green. When you crack that ball, you're looking for a green. So in marketing, that's, that's, you know, that's what you're doing. You're looking for a green and the green is somebody that's ready to buy. And that's where a salesperson comes in where they can sit down and do uh, what's all the, the catchy sales technology discovery meeting. Right. Um, and I'm not talking shit about those. It's just funny because things are so trendy, but uh, yeah, just doing that initial, like a needs meeting, finding out what they want, figuring out how you can help them and going forward. Um, and that's being on the green. So that's putting it in. So that's sales and marketing are the same. I want to kind of go deep in that, but um, yeah, sales and marketing, it's the same game. It's just different clubs. Let's just call it different clubs. Um, so anyways, I had the, why would I have the fire to do that, to, to continue to pursue that and figure it out piece by piece? Because um, it's something that's always driven me. Like it's I'm doing these every night past 11, and I'm going to get up at 5. Um, and this is helping me kind of put it together in my head and like envision it. But, uh, but I, I, I just look at, I don't know. I don't, I can't explain why it's there. I just know it's there. It's a spark of some kind. And maybe that's why we're alive. Um, that's creation, right? To just do things. Um, but it's okay if you don't have that feeling cause you still, you know, that's not where your like worth and your value come from. But like the Wright brothers, I think about them, you know, if you've never watched a documentary about the Wright brothers and just kind of the whole story. Um, you know, what, it, like their determination and, and whatever. People thought they were nuts. They were fucking crazy. And now, <clears throat> I mean, you can be anywhere in the world and I don't know, 12 to 15 hours, probably something like that. Um, because these knuckleheads in um, the Carolinas, North Carolina, wherever they did that, um, you, know, you can be anywhere in the world. And again, not that everybody's fire is going to turn into like some, you know, earth, some revolutionary like change of events on earth, like, you know, flying in the fucking air. Um, but, but it could make, again, it could make a difference in one person's life that that fire that's inside of you could, I don't know, could help a single mom pay the rent. You know, you could do something that matters and could impact her life or it could be a single dad. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, if you change their life, is that, you know, more important than like air travel? I don't know. Like to that person it is. Right. So I don't know. Just thinking about whatever that fire is, like, how do you nurture it? Because it's important. Or like with Steve Jobs, like that was another interesting guy. And, and again, these are extremes. 
But I, I think I just want to highlight that the extremes are the same as like that fire that like for, you know, I don't have like those kind of dreams to like make this crazy device. I just have this fire that I want to make a difference. So it's just a different frequency, I guess is the way to put it. But, uh, but to just be aware of, aware of that it's there, that if you got that, which we all, I think we all have it. I'm sure that, you know, most people that would never, you know, read a book or listen to a podcast, um, they still got it in them. I think about people in my family that I knew, like my dad, like he had a dream. I'm sure he did. We never really, I don't remember that we talked about it. And that's just as much my fault, I guess, because I knew I could have asked him, you know, what his dream was. Maybe he told me I have to think about it. Maybe it's there somewhere, but you know, iron workers, I think of my grandpa, he was an iron worker and they built like he helped build the arch and a lot of the buildings and not about a lot, but you know, many buildings in St. Louis that were built in the, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, he was an iron worker then after World War II. He, you know, did he, he had to have some sort of spark, you know, to do that because that's damn sure not easy. Did he have a vision or was he just going through the motions to pay the bills? Pro- probably just going through the motions to pay the bills. But I'm sure a lot of people that do that, that's, you know, that's a spark that they have in them that they like just fucking love that. You know, there's carpenters. I know guys that are carpenters and some of them are like just smoke cigarettes and they're, they get drunk all the time and I'm not throwing stones, but you know, they kind of hate it or maybe that they hate that they love it. I don't know. Maybe that's the case for some of them, but then there's people that just fucking love it and they just, um, you know, and it kind of probably shows in their workmanship for sure. But uh, I don't know. It's 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 all relatable. You just it's a frequency. It's a spark. Like wh- what is that? Like that makes you want to do more? Or you know, is it? I guess sometimes it's again. We'll go back to the the coin analogy. Two sides of the coin. So there's there's like the wanting something on one side, and then the other side of that coin is uh, acknowledging that you don't have it. So missing it. So do you focus on, you know, the having of it, right? So I have this, um, I don't know, let's say you want 500 I have this $500. I need $500, so I have it versus uh, I need $500 and, oh, fuck, I don't have it and I have no idea how I'm going to get it. So you focus on that. And that just, yeah, I guess I'm going on a rabbit hole there and ex- could extrapolate that out. But yeah, so that spark, I'm just glad that I'm aware of it and mindful of it and taming it because I think it also does negative. I don't want to say negative. It's like it's not negative, uh, you know, in, in what it is, but how my brain interprets it, you know, of not ha- going back to that having not having one side of the coin is it so like i want to do this and i'm excited and i get to do this to help people but then i also at some point and i think it's normal for for most people is um just that i'm yeah i'm not doing it you know and i'm like why aren't you if you know you want to do it like what is that you know, you've got that spark and you've got that desire. 
and, and you're trying to balance it mentally, you know, like I'm, I want this, I want this. And then you don't do it, like take the actions, I guess, and you beat yourself up. So I think it's just being mindful of the fire in you. And let's wrap this up. So being mindful of the fire inside of you and then just be aware that that fire is capable of many things that that spark could fuel the coal furnaces that power generators that uh, feed electricity to the city that power hospitals that save hundreds of thousands of lives okay so that same spark could also catch the fucking woods on fire burn down the entire village and then burn over to the next village and you know kill hundreds of thousands of people the big villages i guess who knows but that analogy is well it's the same spark so it's just how do you nurture it and tend to it um you know because you can harness it and control it and feed it air in the right direction and it'll you know change lives or that same spark could burn down villages so I definitely just made this podcast for me because I found that answer that I'm going to have to come back and listen to this a few times to hear and really get again. But I hope you got something out of that. And then you can also hear my vacuum in the background that I didn't realize was running. Uh, the robot vacuum. So that interrupted a uh, a great ending. But I got what I needed out of this. I hope you got something that you needed out of this. I'll talk to you tomorrow.